Hey, this is Joe Palumbo of the Texas Rangers. You are listening to the Rangers Nation podcast and the Recliner Nerd. Welcome to Rangers Nation podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's podcast. I am your host, the Recliner Nerd, and today's episode is debuts. Well, we had a few of them yesterday and one big one, and we're going to focus primarily on the big one just because it holds a special place for me, and that's Joe Palumbo, and that's why he started off with the intro there. But a little special day. I was out there. We're going to talk about Joe Palumbo. We talked to his family, some of his buddies. We'll talk about the Rangers and the streak they're on. We'll go down in the bus leagues, and we'll do all of that right after this. Okay, everyone, this this episode right here is going to be called Debuts, and what we're going to do, look, I know that yesterday was a great day. It was the retirement of Adrian Beltre. The, the Rangers swept the A's, which was a, fantastic for the, the spot that they're in because right now, hey, they're – Seven and three in their last ten games. They're um, five games over five hundred. They are in the wild card right now. They're the second team in the wild card. Nobody expected them to do that. We had a rookie on the mound, Joe Palumbo, and he's going to be the focus mainly of the of the podcast today, just because it's personal to me. I know Joe's family. I met Joe. I've watched Joe pitch about four times. It's real easy to get caught up in the Adrian Beltre thing and get all into Adrian Beltre, but that's been covered. If you didn't watch what Emily put out last night the the pregame show before the night game and all of that then then there's no point in me rehashing all of that we know our favorite moments of Beltre anyone that's a good Ranger fan knows all the things that Beltre did but we had a big deal yesterday with the team that has been so starved for developing its own pitching one of the top pitching prospects who I personally know and met or know his family more than anything uh, Joe and I've met and talked a couple times but the but Joe senior his dad and the family it was it was personal to me uh, I covered the game I was out there I got to interview uh, his his friends if y'all remember the interview I did at the first of the year with uh, with Joe he, he talked about I said hey when you make that call who are you going to call for your major league debut and his answer was you know obviously my my family and all of that and my boys he called them his boys well his boys were there and I caught up with his boys, and, and we talked to them, and it just was amazing. Look, the, the stat line on Joe, he went four innings, he gave up six hits, he gave up four runs. They were all earned. He kind of got into it there in that in that fourth inning. He was going good, and baseball can be cruel. And in, in the in the postgame uh, interview with Woody, he really ex- ex- described what was going on. I'm, I mean, listen to what Woody said right here. Uh, I thought it went really well. I know that. The line is going to show four runs, four innings. Um, but honestly, heading into that fourth inning and with two outs in the fourth inning, um, that was about as good as I've seen, you know, especially a kid making his debut. Like, everything was kind of under control. And the game is cruel because, you know, there's one ground ball that Lugie obviously didn't see off the bat, potentially had a chance to. And, and Olsen, who's been killing lefties all year, you know, he makes one mistake to a lefty and then a homer. So it's just it's unfortunate that it ended up that way, but that was really really impressive in my eyes, you know, just to see the the start of the game, the command, the way he uses fastball. He started actually mixing his changeup the second time around. Uh, that's something to to build off of because that's not an easy lineup for a left-handed pitcher to face. Um, you've seen a lot of left-handed pitchers struggle with that lineup, and you know, he went through the first first time around into the second time around, pretty dominant, especially with his fastball. They were late on it. Uh, he used his curveball 
for strikes. And it was, I, was, I was really impressed. So that, that was Woody after the game when he was asked about Joe and, and what he thought about Joe's start. And, you know, look, I, I started to ask him the question, and I didn't, about, you know, possibly putting Joe out there for the, the fifth inning. I mean, he was only at about 66 pitches. I've gone and seen him pitch a few times. Heck, the first game of the year uh, when he started, he was on a, a strict 85-pitch count. In fact, Joe Sr. was there with me. We sat and watched him when he came out of the game. And I wrote an article about it. I think some of you all have read it about a dad's love. It was about – uh, Joe's dad and, you know, bragging about his daughters and all of that. And we're going to talk to them in a minute. But but so I, I started thinking about it and figuring out what, what Woody was doing there. And, and i tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I believe that that Woody did not let Joe go back out for the fifth inning, which he, he very easy. He had it. He he had the. He had the pitches left in him. Um, I'm, I'm sure that he had told us before the game that he was at least going to let him go about 90 pitches. He was, he, you know, that's kind of where he was looking for a cutoff at 90 pitches. He had said that before the game, but he pulled him out at 66. And um, look, if you want to know the truth, I think Chris Woodward sees Joe Palumbo finishing the year up here pretty soon. I mean, I don't know right now. Joe was. Uh, was optioned right away. It was because of the weird day with the doubleheader. Everyone knew, including Joe, he was going to get optioned right afterwards. Um, the question was whether he was going to go to Frisco or whether he was going to go to Nashville. Um, he, he was – Evan Grant tweeted out that he was optioned to Frisco, but he is on the Nashville roster right now. So it looks like he's probably going to Nashville. I'll try to confirm that. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of have a, a, a relationship with, with his dad, and every once in a while we'll tweet each other and, and – uh, kind of get in touch with each other and, and see how things are going with the family and all of that. But um, he, uh, I, I had tweeted, it was kind of funny, I, I tweeted out earlier this week that uh, I had a secret. Uh, I really wasn't at liberty to talk about the secret, but the secret was um, that uh, I knew that Joe was officially probably going to get that start because I had talked with Joe's dad, and he had let me know that they were flying in. They flew in Wednesday um uh, Wednesday morning, uh, no, Thursday morning. It was Wednesday that, that he told me they were flying in the next morning. They got in about 11 o'clock Thursday morning. Um, so they weren't going to let the family come in if that would. But but there were things, and, and I know why the Rangers don't make the official announcement until Friday because things can happen. Um, they, they actually didn't even uh, uh, recall Joe until about an hour before the game. Um, they, they didn't even do it because – um, things happen. You don't know if Friday night they're going to go 15 innings and they have to call up a bunch of people, and maybe it changes the whole situation. Now, when it first came out, we thought Joe was going to pitch the night game, and that was the Beltre retirement. But Woody said, you know, uh, Thursday when I was there, uh, Woody said that, that uh, I was at the game Thursday night, and, and he said he was going to pitch the first game. Uh, he'd rather have Samson do that night game just because of the, the Samson had already pitched up here. Um, he didn't want to throw that kid in the middle of Beltre's retirement to make his major league debut against that lineup. And listen, Oakland has a fierce, fierce right-handed lineup, just the way Woody said. And that what Joe did was amazing. But I, I think 66 pitches, he got – more than he could have expected out of Joe. Joe gave him great innings. He knows Joe could have gone out for that fifth inning, but he's got he's got plans for Joe, and uh, he's not going to just throw him to the wolves one more time. I know. I, I get he's learning Joe. He's learning Joe's personality. Me personally, knowing 
from his dad and listening to his dad and and the way I've seen Joe when he got pulled that first game, the the fire in his belly, I guarantee you that kid wanted to go back out. He wanted to get the win and and uh, and do that. But uh, after him, I, I talked to him uh, after. Well, they talked to him after the game. I was there. I I said something and talked to him and congratulated him, but I didn't do it on the air. But uh, in the post game, he was pretty happy with the way it went and uh, it was pretty neat to see him. Um, if you didn't see any, I didn't know if they showed any any video of it. I was standing there. They were videoing him, uh, but we were. Uh, this is the audio of that interview of Joe in the post game, and uh, it, it was taking a lot to keep him from smiling, which I, I would have had a, a, a grin from ear to ear, but uh, you could tell that he had just had the time of his life, and he went out there and battled and had fun, and here was, here was Joe after the game. Well, Joe, was it, was it what you thought it would be? Um, take us through the, the experience. I mean, yeah, I was definitely nervous before the game. Um, but, you know, pregame bullpen, I was kind of getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, you know, but towards the end, I slowed things down. But once I got on the mound, I mean, it was all about competing. Uh, you know, I felt like I was supposed to be there, and uh, I felt good the whole game. Take us through the first three innings, just that you seem to be really in a zone there. Yeah, I was throwing the ball well, um, you know, mixing up pitches and stuff. Um, you know, me and Tim were on the, on the same page for the most part. And, uh, but yeah, just locating, keeping guys off balance is what it's all about. What do you take from this experience overall? Uh, I mean, it was just awesome. I'm kind of speechless about it. Um, it was great to get out there, you know, get the first one out of the way. And I'm looking forward to the future and, you know, seeing what I can do. How nice was it to have so many family members and friends here to see it? Yeah, a uh, bunch of support. It was awesome. Uh, a bunch of family, some friends. Um, it was great for them to be here, and uh, I'm happy they could be here and make it. Was there anything about the fourth inning that got away from you? Uh, well, I got those two quick outs, and, you know, obviously to, to Olsen, I thought I made the wrong pitch. I mean, if anything, if I'm going to throw a curveball in that situation, i got to bury it. Um, but obviously, you know, we all saw what happened. Um, I probably should have thrown another fastball to him. He was kind of late the, uh, the whole day, but, uh, you know, can't, can't go back. Uh, honestly, today I was probably, you know, less nervous than the past couple of days. But, uh, you know, what, like I said, once I stepped on the mound, I was ready to go. I was ready to compete. So when you go back out there for the second, you've got three runs to work with. How significant is that? I mean, yeah, it's definitely, you know, comfortable. Uh, you know, going out there and throwing a shutdown inning, um, was big. You know, obviously the more runs the better, so it was great. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. So I, I know it's a little hard to understand uh, because you, you're the the microphone is not on uh, on the the guys asking the question. So the questions that he was answering there, that last one was uh, about the runs. You know, is there a little pressure off of there when you know that was asked by Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News? Um, you know, when the when you get those three runs, does it help in pressure? And he said, obviously, of course, you know that helps. Uh, to, to get those runs. I mean, look, he was poised, composed the entire time um, during that interview. He was poised during that 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 debut. Look, for any of us that saw Taylor Hearn and who – listen, let me be very clear. I still think Taylor Hearn is going to be a major league pitcher. I have never personally felt that Taylor Hearn was as good as Joe Palumbo. I've seen both of them pitch. Both. Both of them are, are great left-handed arms and all of that but honestly Joe's just better he's just got more stuff and I, I've always just been real high on Joe Jamie Newberg was the one that turned me on to Joe Tepid everyone knows Tepid has been 
far and away on him. I've seen him pitch four times this year. The spin rates are out of control. I mean, he's he's near Mike Miner on his fastball spin rates. We've talked about that before. I mean, the kid has got the crap, and he's and the moxie. I'm gonna tell you right now, he wants this so bad. His dad will tell you he's wanted this so bad. He signed for thirty-two thousand uh, dollars to forego going. He was, uh, I think, he was actually slated to maybe go to a junior college here in Texas, but. He, he wanted to go pro. He was ready to get started. That setback in 17 when he had the Tommy John surgery, um, you know, and then and then he's back now. It's a great story. This is a kid that has battled his way. Didn't even pitch his senior year in high school. His dad had to put him in some men leagues, men's leagues because of some transfer rules and uh, and all of that. He, he wasn't able to pitch his senior year. And if had they known that there were these issues, they would have never transferred him. They put him in a private school. He did real well his junior year. Uh, but th- his eligibility ran out, so he had to go pitch against – D1 prospects and guys that were retired and and uh, give give uh, give credit to T Money as Ta- Taka I can't say his name he's the scout up there in the Northeast but uh, T Money is what everyone calls him and T Money stayed on him and uh, T Money and and Joe Senior stayed in touch and all during the draft that day and it's in that article on Dallas Sports Nation uh, about Palumbo if you'll just look up Dallas Sports Nation Joe Palumbo a a, a, a dad's love about Joe's Joe's dad uh, you can read all about that and and what happened that day so. So when we found out that that, that Joe was going to make start, I I, I uh, did get in touch with Joe Senior, and I was you know hey the family's coming in. I, I asked is there a possibility maybe we could get together and talk and do that, and he of course he was open to it. This guy's just lights out a great fantastic guy I was excited to meet the daughters uh joseph got two little sisters he's, or three little sisters sorry he's got twins that are uh, freshmen in college his dad bragged about them i think they're playing soccer um and then the uh, a, a little bit older one than that uh saw all three of the girls just gorgeous girls i've got a 21 year old daughter so i know and uh, just beautiful girls so uh, joe's got his hands full there they're, they probably got the boys coming around now we talked about that a little bit um, with the family, but you know, before we do that, when when I asked Joe about um, about who he would call, he talked about his boys, and his boys were his buddies back home. And while I was trying to hook up and find uh, Joe and the family and all of that, I stumbled on the boys, and that's who I stumbled on first. And they said, "Hey, are you looking for Joe's family?" And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "We're his buddies." And I said, "You're the boys." And he, they said, "Yeah, we're the boys." And I asked them if they minded doing an interview. They said no. And it's really fun to listen to uh, and do that. Uh, just how excited these guys were. But these were uh, three of Joe's buddies that had made the trip down from New York for the for the opening. And I like to call them uh, his boys because that's what Joe's calls them. Um, and here's what they had to say about Joe's debut. Okay, hey, it's the Recliner Nerd here. I'm sitting here now with Joe Palumbo's buddies. This is the ones you guys heard the interview earlier this year. He said he's got his he, he's got his boys back home. Guys, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Vinny Fergal. Mike Masulo. Paul Ross. So you guys tell me about Joe. What, did you grow up with him? Yeah, we've been growing up with Joe, coming over our houses, you know, pool, basketball, everything since we were younger. Known him since seventh grade, man. Been best friends ever since. This has been yeah. his dream. Yeah, this is his dream forever. He's super dedicated. He's always always been about this and this only well i know that his dad told me and i've seen him i've seen him pitch about four times this year down at double a that guy's got a focus like no other now tell me back home though does he let loose a little bit and have some fun yeah joseph he lets loose a lot we uh we have some good times uh whether it's my basement his basement you know we're, we're just uh we're a bunch of good pals you know yeah nothing too crazy we're just good friends having some fun that's about it yeah yeah we say let loose like he'll just chill out with us he doesn't do anything crazy like, uh, he's, he's always remained focused on his goal and, like, has left our 
little hangout sessions to go long tours all the time. Like he's been super focused since day one. Baseball comes first yeah, for sure. Always, always. So did you guys play ball with him at all? No, I would just watch. That's about it. I never played on his team. He was always way better than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I stopped playing once the uh, the kids started pitching. <laughs> yeah, no, I never played baseball. I was always in soccer and stuff like that. Well, so you guys, how long are y'all in town? Well, we flew in Friday morning and we leave uh, tomorrow night. Yep, tomorrow night we leave. I leave tomorrow morning. I, yeah, I'm a teacher. I have school Monday. <laughs> So are you guys planning tonight? You're going to all get together with Joe? I know he's got to be here for the second game. Are you going to try so. to? We're hoping so afterwards, maybe do something. Well, you know, we're only, you're only in Texas. Not many, yeah. not many times. Yeah, we haven't now. talked to him about it, but, I mean, if he has to stay here, we understand. But uh, other, we'd like to have So uh, answer me this. I know growing up up there, you're, you're probably not Texas Ranger fans. You are now. So, so what's your team? I'm a New York Met fan, but uh, unfortunately, the New York Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mets. I don't like to say it out loud. No. <laughs> well, I know uh, Joe's dad told me that Joe was a big Met fan too, growing up. Yes, that he is, big, big Mets guy. So now you're Ranger fans, right? It's gonna have to be. Joe's on the team. Come on. Got to support the homie, you know. <laughs> My entire wardrobe's about to change. It's all gonna be a Palumbo stuff. <laughs> hey guys, I appreciate you coming on. It's fun to talk to friends. Y'all enjoy the experiment or the experience, excuse me. This is going to be a fun day for Joe, and I can only imagine how excited you guys are. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you for the experience. Yeah, it's great to see one of our friends' uh, dreams come true. It's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay, so that was the boys. Man, these guys were funny and fun, and uh, you know what? They're Joe's age. They all had a beer in their hand ready to go. You know, they're, they're doing what I would be doing. If my best friend was, was making his major, day, major league debut, I would have Ubered to the stadium. I would have had a cold one in my hand, and I would have sat there and kicked back and gone, my God, he made it. This is awesome. So they were having a blast, and then that's when we found out where Joe and the family were. You know, it's funny. It, it all comes big circle like this, and, and I think it's pretty touching and neat. When I first met Joe Sr. was at uh, Brock Burke. Brock Burke was making a start on opening night. And while I was there, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't meet Joe that night. I saw Joe that night, uh, Joe Sr. Um, I saw Palumbo in the in the bullpen. And, and any of us that knew the top prospects uh, knew who, who – uh, who Palumbo was, and Burke's warming up, and uh, Palumbo was in the in the bullpen, and he walked over and talked to a guy. It turned out it was Joe Sr. So I figured he had something to do with Joe, and uh, the next night or the night after, I was also working the Rough Rider game, and on my way out, they were doing fireworks, and Joe was slated to pitch the next day. And uh, as we were walking out, Joe Sr. was sitting there um, kind of waiting for, for Joe to come out, and I just introduced myself and asked if he was uh, Joe's – related to Joe. He told me it was. We talked for about five or ten minutes. I was out the door, and we found each other the next day at Joe's start. And so, But what we did is sat together and watched Joe warm up in that bullpen. So it's not surprising when uh, when Joe's boys told me, yeah, we just talked to him. They're over by the bullpen. And I said, follow me. I know where the bullpen is here. So we took off and went over, and that's where I ran into to Joe's family. Uh, ran into, uh, well, the boss. We'll talk about that. Joe's mom uh, and his sister and it was really great to sit down uh, they were super excited and uh, the Palumbo family right here getting ready for Joe start and for him to uh, get out in the bullpen and start warming up I cannot imagine what a family's going through at a moment like this but you can a little bit if you listen to this and this is the Palumbo family hey it's the recliner nerd here with Dallas Sports Nation and I'm sitting here with the family 
of Joe Palumbo. I met Joe. A lot of you that watch Dallas Sports Nation or read it, read the story I wrote about Joe's dad. I'm sitting here with Senior right now. Joe, how are you feeling today? This has got to be special. Uh, you, you can't describe it. You really can't describe it. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, my son and I have been waiting for six years. Six years. Well, you, you have you have permission to uh, let your allergies affect you when that first pitch goes out today. Because I know with me personally, just getting to know you guys, it's probably going to affect me a little bit. So introduce me to who I so affectionately called the boss. Who is this? This is my wife, Lorraine. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, how are you? So what's it like for you? This is a, this is a, I've got kids. I'll never experience this. What's it like to be here for your son's Major League debut? Well, it's pretty surreal. Um, we're his biggest fans, biggest supporters. This whole day is all about him. He worked his whole life for this moment, and I couldn't be more proud to be his mom right now. Well, I was in a, I was in an interview that t- today with Chris Woodward, and they're Chris Woodward, and they're they're really fired up for Joe. Um, really, just told him, hey, we've been watching film, what you're doing. Don't stop what you're doing. They asked him if he was a little nervous. He goes, yeah, but I'm always a little nervous before a game. He goes, good. Get out there and go after him just like you're doing. And watching Joe, I know that. He's not afraid. So introduce me to the sisters. Who, who is this down here? What's your name? Uh, Kirsten. Kirsten, you're one of the twins, right? Yeah. And what's your name? Corinne. Corinne. And you are? Courtney. And you're the older one. Now all three of y'all are in college, right? You two go to the same college, is that right? Okay, so I got to hear some stories. Tell me about Joe as a big brother. What do he do to you guys? like a dad very protective um i'd say very i don't really know how to ex- <laughs> uh, did he did he pick on you guys yeah joseph always picked on me you know uh, i look up to him a lot i mean i we me and kirsten play soccer i look up to him because he plays baseball and the where he got and everything and it's just amazing about where he is today and how he came about this it's a great story, and in fact, I'll tell you right now, everybody in, in the Metroplex knows who Joe is now that knows baseball. And before this even happened today, it's been on all the chatter, all the Twitter, everything, talking about Joe. So they're really fired up. Of course, we have some spots in the rotation that people sometimes look at, and they, they love to battle and say, why isn't Palumbo already here? But the, the Rangers have a plan. Um, uh, they've got, they, they, they see him definitely in the future. Um, so let me ask you this, you guys. So there was nothing – so did he, like, uh, when you guys had dates or anything, did he ever, like, uh, meet the guys at the at the door? He was never a big fan of us having boyfriends. He, he's like, why well, I got a boyfriend? Another boyfriend? What the hell? Yeah, he's like, you got the rest of your life. What are you doing? He's right there. Well, your dad's real proud of you, too. Guys, I want to thank you. That's the Palumbo family. They're out here for Joe's uh, Major League debut. I want to wish you guys a lot of luck. I know I'm pulling for him. There are a lot of fans are. And thanks for coming on. That was that was the Palumbo family. So cool. I'm telling you right now that they are they are just one of the nicest families. Um, uh, the, and Joe had a fantastic debut. Um, th- th- this guy's going to be back up here. I'm going to every time that, that they come back in town, I'm going to always try to hook up with the, the Palumbo family and say hi. Uh, it's just fun to watch these watch these families get a chance to do that. It's the first one for me. The, the first year that I, I've um come at it from this end with the podcast and doing and writing for Dallas Sports Nation and doing all of that um it's kind of a a, it's a neat thing for me the first guy I really kind of I was always knew who Joe I've known who Joe is for a couple years but I got to meet Joe uh, got to meet his dad got to meet the family 
Joe is now made it to the major leagues. Um, he's going back down, and not unexpectedly, he's not going back back down because of a bad performance. He's not going. He's going down because it was a doubleheader. It was he needed to make that spot start. He had something that he had to prove to to Woody, and I'm telling you now, he did. And I look, I hate to put someone on the spot, but but uh, Smiley today, uh, he better be looking over his shoulder. I, I think the only thing that that protects Smiley right now from Palumbo is they're really watching. They are so protective of Joe. They know this guy is a Mike Miner clone. I really think they think that. This guy is like Miner. He, he's got the spin rate on the fastball. He attacks hitters. He goes after them. I mean, if you've watched him, he does it. They're trying to protect the arm. He's still semi. He's not in recovery. He's fully recovered, but they're not, they're not taking a chance. He's had uh, Tommy John surgery. They are not going to wear him out. It's all about developing Joe to be a major leaguer for years to come. And I'm telling you, it's amazing that I've got to meet this family and be a part of it. It's almost like my own kid. I guess, of course, I'm old enough to be his dad, but it's almost like my own kid made his major league debut, and it was just amazing. Tepid uh, and and Newberg, uh, those guys have been big. I'm a big fan of both of them, and 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 that's how I got so. And I was always like that. I, I was like these guys, always into minor leagues and 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 seeing who was coming up. Anybody that grew up a fan of the Rangers in the 80s and 90s, you were always looking at the farm trying to figure out, do we have anyone coming because basically we sucked at the major league level. Um, and and so that's what these guys right there have been on Joe for a long time. They've had the opportunity to meet these kids over and over in the minor leagues, and now they're major league contributors and players and all of that. And I know they do it with pride. They're always pulling for these kids, even if they get traded in a deal or something like that. Um, I'm going to tell you now, right now, that as far as prospects go, when, when trade deadline stuff comes, I would tell you right now that – this is pretty safe bet. One of the untouchable prospects made his major league debut yesterday. I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody wanted to include Joe Palumbo in a trade deal, we would be – the Rangers would be getting back someone special. I'm telling you that right now. It would be a, it would be like a Mike Minor trade um, to, to do something like that because I Joe right now is under control. Um, they've got him before his arbitration years. He's going to get up here. Um, you know, he he gets his prorated amount for yesterday, so he got a good little bump for yesterday. And then, uh, but he we have not seen the last of Joe Palumbo this year. The only way that that we would have seen the last of Joe Palumbo this year is if he goes to Nashville and Frisco and lays an egg after that. And there's nothing in his history that says that's going to happen. The kid battles, even in bad outings, he ends up going four or five. He gives 80, 90 pitches. He'll strike out, you know, a, more than a batter an inning. I mean, this, the guy, the guy's not afraid. Even when he's off, he's, he goes after him. Um, but they're protecting him. And that's the one thing that might be uh, sort of, the, the, the deal that's holding him a little bit where they might extend a little. I, look, I would almost bet a year's salary we're going to see Palumbo back up here uh, probably within the month. He'll be back up here making a start. Um, if not, it means good things are happening. It means the, the big league club is doing that, and so it might be something that comes after uh, the trade deadline because, hey, look, they're going to clear out spots for these kids, and, and they wouldn't surprise me if, if Joe comes back up and ends up on a piggyback deal while they're trying to protect his innings this year. Something they did with uh, Derek Holland when he first came up uh, where, where they kind of bring him up and he may have an opener or maybe he's the opener for a couple of innings, and then they bring someone after him, but he stays in the major leagues the rest of the year because that arm is valuable. Uh, you know, Adrian Sampson did that. Look what he did last night. Sampson had a complete – you talk about needing it. Joe Palumbo – 
did what Joe Palumbo and Adrian Sampson did for this team what nobody could expect. I mean, it's unbelievable that they did that, that, that he did that for this team uh, um, because that, that bullpen did not get wasted on a doubleheader. The A's got screwed yesterday with all the arms they had to use and Palumbo and then uh, what's his name, the, the guy they called up. I, I don't have it in front of me. I'll find it here in a second. But uh, he went two innings. Uh, Joe went four. He went two. Uh, look, and Sean uh, Springs, not Sean Springs, um, uh, Jeffrey Springs has been amazing, and he did fantastic too um, uh, coming in. And those guys shut down the A's 10-5. to 5. They, The offense really did well with uh, uh, FedEx, the new catcher, Feder- Federates. I, th- I hope I'm saying his name right. Who, By the way, he just had to kind of wing it. Him and Joe got together. I saw them go into their meeting room yesterday and, and do the meeting. Um, and they had a great ga- game plan and went after it. I mean, Joe had two outs in that fourth inning before things kind of went sour on him. Um, and it was just a couple of bad pitches. And, my gosh, Cy Young Award winners have bad pitches. I mean, he Joe even said – I love hearing what Joe said about that. He said, you know, I threw him a curveball. And, you know, I needed to bury that thing. I left it up, and he's been killing the curveball. And But you know what? He was behind my fastball all day. I probably should have just took a fastball at him again. <laughs> I love that. I'm so, I wish I could throw a fastball 95 miles an hour. I can't. But, uh, you know, Joe was not faced. Hey, guys are going to hit home runs off of Joe Palumbo, and he knows it. But he's there to battle. And your job as a starting pitcher is even when someone rocks you, you stay in there, you battle, and you give your, your team a chance to get back in the game. Joe – battled and kept him down he had one bad inning Woody wasn't gonna let him go back for the for the for, for the fifth for some reason and I think it's because they're protecting Joe because they know they're going to need him down the stretch but um, it was fantastic it was great the Rangers are playing unbelievable um, with the injuries that we're dealing with I mean uh, you've got Chu had the bad hand, uh, you know, and and he got to come in and DH for both games. Uh, we saw him before the game. He was talking about that. Then you had uh, Sampson go out and do what he did. You got you got uh, Kiner. Kiner Falifa is down with the finger getting back. Uh, we don't have Gallo, uh, one of the, the best hitter on the team besides Chu. Um, he's not there, and they take two out of three so far. Hopefully, uh, if if uh, Smiley can do anything today, they'll do that. But let's go. We'll go down in the bus leagues real quick and uh, and see what's going on in the minor leagues before we end this thing. But we got to go down in the bus leagues. This is Ryan Rillard from the Frisco Rough Riders, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. Hey, this is Brock Burke of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast and the Recliner Nerd. Okay, we are down in the bus leagues. Let's talk about the minor leagues and where they are right now. We got Nashville, the Nashville Sounds AAA team, 24 and 38. They are 3 and 7 in their last 10 games. They're still in last place in the Pacific Coast League North. Um, you know, look, that team right now is thrown together, honestly, by a lot. They, they don't have, they're, they're moving guys back and forth. They do, it looks like, have a new pitcher coming in. And he was a major leaguer yesterday, and that's Joe Palumbo. I think Joe's going down to face Triple uh, A. Don't look for Joe to win down there. Look for what Joe does against hitters and what the average is. Um, uh, the Nashville plays pretty good defense. They've got some major league talent on that team for sure. They don't have uh, decent. Uh, they've got some bullpen pieces, but they've had to move some around. Um, and uh, they're they're they are just kind of a throw together. But they want to see Joe face some stiffer competition. So that's why I'm figuring that Joe's going to be at Nashville. Be interesting to watch him do what he does in Nashville. Probably get a couple starts there, at least one before maybe coming back up. Uh, Frisco's 32 and 30. Uh, they are still in first place in the uh, Texas League, and they're. Four 
four and six over their last ten games. We're coming up on the first half, and there, there's a there's a, you know hopefully they hang in there. All you have to do in the minor leagues is win. So they the way they do it for the playoffs, you either have to win the first half or the second half, and if you don't. If you win both the first half and the second half of the year, then the second place team um, makes the playoff. If it was the same, but but they do that because teams change over the. You know they know after the first half of the year, there's a lot of promotions that happen. Teams get moved up, moved down. So you get you get into the playoffs because a team like like down east. Down East could get a lot of kids promoted up to Frisco the second half of the season and then collapse and just not do well the rest of the year. But they've already made the playoffs because of that. And some of those kids would get thrown back in for the playoffs, and that's how that would work. Now, Down East has gone crazy. They're 44-18. and 18, They're 9-1 and one over their last 10. They're still in first place. In fact, I saw today where they are one game away from clinching the first half. That's where the, their magic number is one. That's how good they have played in that Carolina league. Uh, and, and they are just killing it, 44-18. and 18. Hickory, Hickory's in third place in the South Atlantic League. They're 38-22. and 22. They're 6-4 and four over their last 10 games. Hans Krauss has been moved out to extended spring. I, thought, I just found that out yesterday. Sometimes I even make mistakes and can't figure it out. Fairbanks, Peter Fairbanks got promoted. Look, he started at Down East this year. He got promoted to the big leagues yesterday. He was the one that came up when Palumbo went down. They DFA'd uh, Gardenwine uh, to make room on the 40-man. Joe was already on the 40-man, but they, they DFA'd Gar- Gardenwine. Uh, I can't say his last name. Anyway, so that's uh, that's down in the bus leagues there with, with what they're dealing with uh, down there. I expect a lot of movement to start happening here pretty quickly. Um, as the Rangers, if we come to the trade deadline, watch it for the Rangers also. If they see what happened there, you know, DeMarcus Evans, uh, Joe Barlow already got moved up to Frisco. Been meaning to get out there. I'm going to try to get out there and see them. We did some interviews with Sam Huff and uh, and Doro, who continue their streaks at, at Down East. We, I, I fully expect Doro probably to to maybe get moved up to, to Frisco by the end of the year. Uh, Sam, if he keeps going like he is, he will too. Their catching is light right now. We had to go out and find a free agent minor league uh, guy with some major league experience in uh, Federowitz that, that came and caught Palumbo yesterday. But uh, overall, the, the organization looks good and strong going into this. And, look, this team is playing above where it's supposed to be. It's amazing to watch what's, what's going on with this team. And, uh, hey, it was a fun day yesterday. It was such a great day for me. I want to think uh, – I'm going to go ahead and wind this thing down. Uh, got to get out of town. I'm going to a wedding tonight. So, got to get that going and, uh, and get going. But I wanted to get this thing out. I wanted to share the Palumbo story with you guys. Can't thank the Palumbos enough. So, I'm uh, going to cut this thing short. I want to thank everyone for listening to this. I want to especially thank Joe Palumbo's family, Joe Palumbo's boys, for coming on and talking to me yesterday. Congratulations to Joe Palumbo on his major league debut uh, yesterday. Good things ahead for that family. Um, And so for those that are listening, give us a like. Let us know you like us. Uh, Share it with everyone out there. Um, Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at RangerNationPod, at RangerNationPod. This is the Recliner Nerd signing out. And like I say at the end of every episode and everything I write, nerd out.